Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. So, how are you doing? <laughs> Hanging in there? Supported maybe by the beautiful weather. That must help a little bit. <laughs> uh, it might also be, maybe you might be enjoying the, the silence, the quietness around here. That it might be something you don't enjoy also, you know. It's, uh, it's interesting how the pleasantness, as we pay attention, or unpleasantness, we tend to believe it's in the thing itself, you know. But as we pay attention, like the Buddha uh, instructs us, so pay particular attention to this, uh, this aspect of reality. You'll make many discoveries. You, you, one discovery you'll make is that actually it's not in the thing itself, the pleasantness. It's in the relationship, it's in the rapport, it's, in the, it's constructed maybe from the history, the associations we have. So somebody, I was talking to somebody today and they were saying, I'm just thinking of this because of the reality present, they were saying that hearing the, the cows uh, mo mooing, for them is a little distressing because they, they think that maybe something is wrong. You know, they might be right actually. And for me, the association is I'm not in the, in the city, I'm in the country. <laughs> so there's cows mooing. So, the, you know? so for me, it's a pleasant experience. For somebody else, it's an unpleasant experience. Something that is unpleasant to me will feel pleasant to somebody else or neutral, again, to another person, depending on many things. The meaning we ascribe to it, the history we have the, with that particular event. So... So, like this for me is a donkey. <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it is not. <laughs> um, but it's an interesting field to, uh, to be attentive to how often with the unpleasantness will arise reactivity, and how sometimes with unpleasantness. Arise no reactivity, just oh, unpleasant experience, you know. Uh, and it's it's good to notice to deconstruct the the two uh, event how they, you know, condition each other. Maybe they influence each other, but they don't have to be this one in the same thing, because then we're in a cage. You know, when it's unpleasant, we're miserable. But here, that's one of the many things that is happening it's by paying attention calm attention, curious attention, we discover that actually some level of discomfort or unpleasantness can be allowed with, with, with the mind staying totally at ease. In the same way, when something is pleasant, sometimes we get, uh, we, we, I love it, you know, should move and live around here. Or, <laughs> I don't know what, you know. Depending on how pleasant it is or unpleasant, but, uh, you know, you like, oh, I want to bring Pascal home, I want him to coach me. 
I want to be away from Pascal. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> so, and um, yeah, so to notice that some pleasant things can be experienced fully without the mind getting calculating around it or fearful. Oh my God, it's so good. What's the recipe? You know? <laughs> I want that soft food. <laughs> I want to bring the king of dip at home with me. <laughs> you know, it can be like, wow, so flavorful. You know, and the freedom that can be there uh, in the middle of that. So, and that happens, that discovery mu- will happen through uh, this practice of paying attention to the senses, sensory awareness close connection, intimacy with sensory awareness will reveal that particular aspect of experience, of neutrality, uh, um, unpleasantness or uh, pleasantness. One teacher, I think it's uh, Philip Moffat, teacher of mine, and friend and colleague, uh, he says that actually the the feeling tone, we call this the feeling tone, pleasantness, unpleasantness, neutrality, that particular aspect of an experience. He said it's multiplied by the reactivity or response we have. That if there's something unpleasant happening, it's not just that there's another layer of resistance that is added. Like, I don't want it, I despise it, I fear it. You know, the mind gets fighty around it, or uh, freezes, or wants to run away, you know. The way he presents it is like it's multiplied by. So if you have something a little painful, it's multiplied by the way you react to it or divided by the amount of mindfulness that is there. So that's a little interesting little equation to uh, feel into in life. Of course, if I'm busy with my th- my opinions and my preferences. This is not what I want. I want this. this I want to feel something else. I want to be somebody else. I, I want to be able to uh, investigate, explore that. It ta- it's another attitude. Like our usual mind is busy with opinions and reactivity. We, there's no... It's not exploring. So mindfulness, that is the doorway. That is the... Oh, hold on. How does that feel? How's that for you? the doorway that opens what is that? it's a little curiosity that we bring in the field we just like drop a couple of drops of curiosity how is that to be here right now? what is that sensation of exhaustion irritation, trigger how does that feel? oh yeah contracting heart beating faster and Right there, there's the beginning of a revolution in the heart-mind, because suddenly we're not feeding the reactivity, we're becoming curious about what's happening. So there's a turn that is happening, that's, that's the liberation of the Buddha. Oh, well done, what's that? How does that feel? Unpleasantness of the Vitamix. <laughs> Can that be allowed? Can that be okay? 
and suddenly joy arises. <laughs> so a way that I understand practice these days is that um, through sensory awareness, again what we're doing to today, particularly the whole week, but today particularly, trying to tune in the immediate experience of the senses. I, th- I think I've made that clear <laughs> at this point. Uh, what Several things will happen. So one of the things that will happen is by paying attention to sounds, or to breath, tendencies of the mind will be revealed. Often we judge that, we evaluate this. I shouldn't be doing this, I'm gone again in planification, or react to, I shouldn't react like this. You know? But actually, that's why we come here, so that these tendencies are revealed. It's not fun. You know, it's a lot of bad news. But it's also waking up. It's becoming really conscious of, the, uh, of what is happening and the ouch of it, you know, or the how, how many of these tendencies we don't see as cages, would further look with, stay a few days here <laughs> they'll appear like I don't you know you're sitting here you, okay I know I'm supposed to be in sensory awareness thing you know but I do want to plan next week you know I really I'm going to do this and then you at some point you think this is my freedom is that I want to plan you know and on further further look you'll notice that it's actually the cage I keep returning to like this cage has been built it's a coping mechanism I'll plan I'll plan what for? Maybe to avoid the uncertainty or to avoid the quietness here. You know, I get busy, busy, busy. You know, and after a while, that's why we come here because it's going to be revealed that it's exhausting. We think it's the way to live. You know, let me think about this again. Let me re- rehash this, visit this, create some problem to solve. Anybody a problem for me? <laughs> like, don't leave me alone here. Give me a problem to solve. You know. And so we'll notice these tendencies of mind. And uh, it's good that they're revealed. So there's a switch there in understanding. It's not like, oh no, again, this like, yeah, this. I have the chance to see this up close and personal, you know. There's a period in my practice where one of the mental notes I used to make was, don't go away, don't go away to difficult mind states and reactivity. Oh, done. Ah, okay, strong opinion. Don't go away. Stay there. Stay there. I want to notice how miserable you're making me. You know, I want to actually be impacted. I want to be impressed, shaken. Because otherwise, I'm a fool. I'm duped. I'm following this. I'm right, you're wrong. You know, hold on. Let me feel that self righteousness. Okay, as a pleasant aspect to it. Oh yeah, it's delightful. I'm right, you're wrong. This feels so good, you know. And by staying there, yeah, but it's also a little isolating. <laughs> maybe you know something will appear in it. Oh, maybe there's a different way to find happiness or pleasantness, you know. And so, in being aware again of just the sitting, the temperature the mind will be diverted towards its uh, habits, 
and so they'll be revealed. And we want to become aware of this. And this, this, what we're doing here is we're not debating with this. Oh, I shouldn't do this. No, let me let the mind do it if it's doing it, but consciously instead of in the in entranced way, in a fascinated way, like instead of not knowing that it's happening, let me feel, let me feel it. You know, if desire arises, I want to be somewhere else. You know, I want to be. I want to be on the terrace, drinking a bière avec mes amis. <laughs> you know, I want to be. You know, soak in that for a little while. Soak in that. You know, to realize how something that seems to be talking about happiness is actually a direct experience of lack. You know. Happiness is somewhere else. That belief, that pattern, be in it wakefully. I want to be somewhere else. I want to, be, I want to feel something else. I want to feel something else. You know, ah, At some point, the heart is touched. This is exhausting. This, this, is, this, is, this is not the best way to live. This is a thought I'm saying. This is, a, this is not the best way to live. Vipassana, insight, is is it's a intuitive, penetrative, deep, embodied uh, realization, insight. By soaking in desire, at some point, it will touch me deeply. I won't think about it. I won't think it's not a good way to live. I will feel it. It will be very impressive. Like cannot afford this anymore. You know, too costly. And so when we're exposed to difficult mind states like this, um, the door also can open. Quality soaking with difficult mind state, the door can open to uh, compassion. Otherwise, I'm just a jumpy little thing, you know, but stuck in its... But now I pay attention. I bring a little bit of curiosity, a little bit of quietness, just a little whatever is available there of staying power, if that's how we could call it, staying here, be staying awake in the middle of that, you know. I'm deeply touched and compassion can arise. I can it's that's the heart opening. The heart opening is more of a tearing the heart open. So the beautiful qualities, the a lot of them will be born from uh, attention to what is actually happening, which a lot of it is not that fun. You might recognize something in there of your day you're having today, maybe not. Uh, That's not the only thing that can be happening. It's one of them. So it might not be like mind states so much that are revealed, but uh, an experience of the body and somebody was asking today the question uh, is there a way is that possible to actually f- find a posture where there, it will be uh, easeful I'm paraphrasing here but it was in that field the question and actually I think the answer is no <laughs> because uh, as I'm changing posture <laughs> 
because uh, the teaching uh, says that uh, to be in a body is not an easy thing to be in a body with muscles and hormones and everything that it contains you know and the difficulty of having a body is hidden by movement and so notice this this week just for fun the movements you do if they're related to relieving some kind of discomfort that is there or could come you know when we'll go eating later it will be part entertainment of the day you know <laughs> what's going to be served the tastes and stuff you know but partly it's to prevent the difficulties of hunger you know or thirst or so every move we do in life is basically to there's a lot around that you know a lot of the work we do is to earn money to be able to afford the mattress or a lazy boy <laughs> you know or some entertainment some red wine or <laughs> you know some something to you know some a roof you know because it would be very uncomfortable clothes because it would get cold or hot or to exposed or, you know a lot of it is a And so when we sit in meditation like this, uh, after a few minutes, the difficulties of having a body is clearly revealed. The opportunity here is the development of the capacity to be with what is not easy, to care instead of resent. It's all opportunity to change habitual coping mechanism with healthy sane, uh, wise ways to hold reality. And I think that, yeah, that's definitely a way I understand this that I find amazing. So you can be here, and it's and it's not, uh, maybe you find it a little abrupt today. You're like, no, it is, it is a little abrupt. <laughs> the whole thing, you know, the whole, it's a little... It's a little harsh, you know, the silence, the sitting, the, uh, my understanding, my, the way I sit is that it's a, it's a progressive removal of coping mechanism, replacing them, restructuring, and uh, bringing in beautiful qualities of mind, you know, like calm, curiosity, bienveillance, uh, 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 kindness. You know, and uh, concentration, the st- capacity to stay, stability of mind or equanimity, all these uh, qualities are, are in the wake of mindfulness. They're just behind, they're being cultivated. And that's what we're doing here. It, it might not be clear, but as we walk and sit and pay attention, we're constantly opening the door for quietness, constantly opening the door for engagement, curiosity, and energy. Uh, to be in, oh, let me taste, oh, it's not what I expected. Let me engage with this, engage with this, but in a stable, calm way. Not like, ah, can't believe, you know. It's all oh, well done, they can't believe. This is happening, can we actually touch it? You know? And so, where uh, patterns are revealed, beautiful qualities are developed, What else is happening? By coming very close to uh, 
events, experiences, something that is very deep is happening, it will be happening, or is happening, it will be uh, also touched by the ephemeral nature of experience, how we are beings of impressions, you know, impressions in the mind, flashes of past, future, possible, uh, future rather, you know, flashes of sound, you know, impressions of sound, just impressions of uh, visual impressions, you know, suddenly there's, you know, perceptions, imagery, like how we, as we sit here, we'll notice that we're impressed, maybe again and again, but even if you have uh, something that seems permanent there, some kind of pain in the knee or something, you'll notice with quietness that you're constantly impressed by it. It's never end. It's like it, it, it's impressed on you and then impressed again. Do you see what I mean? So we hear this sound now, and we hear it again and again. You know, we kind of notice it again and again and again. The birds have been there the whole time I've been talking, but they, in our human experience, they come in and out. You know, so we're touching the ephemerality of reality from the point of view of a human being. Of course, the pinnacle mountain will have its time, you know, maybe millions of years before it got like this and becomes something else. But here it's from the point of view of a human being. How, for example, the toes just appeared in your reality as I named them. You know, from the point of view of a human being, toes are impermanent. They appear and disappear. That's not how we conceive things. We say, no, the toes were there the whole time. Mm -hmm. But from a more minute attention, we discover that life, as the Buddha was saying, experience is flickering. Appears and disappears. Even the sense of I... I, I am, me, moi, is flickering, you know. It'll appear sometime, at some point when, you know, you want something, I want something, you know. Before there was just sitting, breathing, you know, or when evaluation arises, how am I doing? Suddenly a sense of I is awakened, a perception, an image, a mirage. This is on the long on a long time to actually live and be aware of this and uh, again who said again (laughs) (laughs) when you uh, if the mind is very busy with its stories that ephemeral world is not available because this is what happened and this is what happened and I'm still there with what happened and it's happened you know and it's solid and it's there and I'm stuck with it you know but if I manage to calm the mind enough and this is progressive and we can't control that so don't blame yourself we can tend towards this but if we do calm ourselves we'll notice that stories appear and disappear thoughts appear and disappear and everything is flickering that's very touching for a human being to notice that that you know there's always the birth and death of everything. It's already happening. 
that's very deep. For me, that's one of the most touching and liberating things. Oh, I was already losing this thing several times a day. You know, when it actually goes, I'll know that it was already flickering. It was already disappearing all the time. Do you see what I mean? I will have touched the ephemerality of life. When I'm in my conceptual world, things are solid. People, situation, they're permanent. So no wonder I'm in shock when one day it changes, you know. So you have an idea of your face, and then one day you really look mindfully in the mirror. You discover that it's a different one. It's a little lower, or <laughs> drier. <laughs> you know? But if you've been deeply touched by this, by the fact that things appear and disappear, uh, there's going to be something will be liberated. It's not like liberated in... It could be in joy, but it's maybe liberated in compassion and care. Touched, wow, human beings. So this, through sensory awareness, I don't know if you can follow me with that, but by paying attention to experiences closely, we notice how they appear and disappear in our experience. Another thing that I feel happens through being very attentive to what is happening is that there's a deeper reading. We're closer to reality, you know, because otherwise we are going from uh, preconceived ideas, biases, expectations, um, anticipating, creating uh, ideas about the world. By being tuned in, there's a chance we're going to actually feel more what is happening in the room, with the other person, in the meeting, uh, in oneself. Just by uh, allowing oneself to be connected with uh, the breathing, the belly, rising and falling, to me is such an access to intuition, integrity, you know. I might be up there in my coconut, like, do I do it? Do I not do it? Do I do it? Do I do it? I don't know. You know, and if I drop down a little bit, often suddenly it would be so clear, of course I'm not doing this. This is not me. Of course I have to speak up. Or of course I have to own this. You know, I've been avoiding this. You know, just by dropping in the body, I don't have to make a decision. Decision arises, clarity arises from a deeper listening that is embodied, that is uh, in the body. It must, it might not be instantaneous, it might need a little, uh, you know, patience and commitment, but uh, this is uh, often what happens. Another aspect that I, more a little bit more refined, maybe, uh, but in time, with uh, in walking, in sitting, 
by paying attention to it could be really it could be just breath at the belly at the nostril this or just sound as the mind does quiet as the qualities that are in the wake of mindfulness get developed and strengthened uh, so they become more readily available more uh, not so dormant latent but uh, active operative you know the quietness the yes this curiosity this wanting to be near this wanting to feel this wanting to know how it's going to unfold what it feels like what it tastes like this interest curiosity investigation okay. want to be careful with this word because Sometimes for us, investigation might refer to thinking about, you know, this investigation in the Dharma, in this field, in the meditation practice. Investigation is the allowing something to be fully known, not not uh, having an idea. I know the breath. I've been breathing forever. You know, hold on. What is breathing? What is sitting? Freshness. So what... So, the experience that we're having will reveal its different facets. It won't become just a general thing. It will become very specific. It will stand out in many ways. Um, There's a story of um, a teacher, a professor of biology. I don't know if you've heard that. In in that tradition, I've heard this story many times. Uh, used to, to describe a little bit what we're doing, where a teacher, of, uh, professor of biology, tells uh, his student, uh, put a dead fish there, and they say, I'd like you for the next hour to look at the dead fish, you know, just observe the dead fish, and take notes on what you see. You know. And so, after an hour, he comes back, and the students, and the students say, well, I've noticed this, 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 and this, you know, and yeah, it's done, you know. It's like, okay, so I'd like you to stay for a couple more hours, you know. And then the other one's like, oh, my God, oh, this spent an hour on this thing. Do you recognize that? <laughs> now we're going to do walking. Now we're going to do sitting. <laughs> and, uh, and so the student looks for more, two more hours at the fish, and then the professor comes back and the student says, oh, I'd, I'd not seen this, this, and that. This, um, it's quite interesting. I wonder why it's like this. I thought this was symmetrical, but actually it's not. And I thought this was like this the whole way through, but actually from that bit it changes a little bit. And this and that, you know. And the teacher says, oh, yeah, we're getting there. So this afternoon, go have a little lunch and then come back. And for the rest of the afternoon, just watch, look at the fish. <laughs> you know? And when he comes back, the student is like, oh my God, you know, like, and it's becoming really juicy, you know, I've seen this and that and that and that. And that's a little bit the process here is that as we pay attention, the beginning is like, okay, I got it, you know, and as we feel more into it, it becomes more alive, more alive, and nuances and depth uh, starts to show up. So at the beginning, there'll be just the tingling in the hands or the you know, expansion and contraction of the belly or the stepping outside. But at some point, something will stand out. And often it's from, it's like, boom, it just appears. Like, what? 
there's the there's the uh, experience itself, like the tingling or the expansion, but there's also the knowing of it. I never noticed this. I was kind of totally into the tingling itself, but now I'm totally feeling some intelligence is actually experiencing the tingling. It's much more transparent. It's not obvious. Tingling stands out much more at the beginning. It's tangible. Do you see what I'm saying? By being attentive, suddenly there's the, the quality of the mind that is there, that is revealed, more than the, or a part or on top of the sensations themselves. There's a mind there. There's a phenomena, phenomenon co- called consciousness that is there, very kind of transparent. It actually reveals, it's transparent, it's formless, so it can reveal, so it can take the form of uh, annoyance, or joy, or tingling, or pulsation, or boredom, or beauty, pleasantness. How do we know pleasantness? Because something can actually, some intelligence that has no form can actually take that form. You know, can like water in a sponge, maybe. I don't know what... what uh, there's probably different, many different ways to, to present consciousness, that factor of mind, we could just say that. And then that can become really interesting, because on a superficial look, uh, this is me. Me. Me tasting, me hearing, me me annoyed me but what is this me what is this me that you've been referring to for 50 some years (laughs) what is this me it's something alive something that can be experienced is that well described by the the expression me maybe there's maybe it's not exactly that maybe it's actually has a different my bias my preconceived idea unlooked by calming the mind and paying attention will reveal I don't know what maybe something else of course if I'm really really busy obsessed in obsession that's not available it's just not possible maybe I need to just become aware that there is obsession and be touched be shaken by that instead of going in the obsession actually kind of turn the camera here and discover wow, there's an upset being here. Ah, that is difficult. Because obsession is like, this is what happened, this is good, what is going to happen? And now we're like doing this painful turning around you know, and f- suddenly feeling, ah, this being is in a tight knot or they're stressed or paralyzed or you know, like confined in their like oppressive future imagery, you know, and learning to care about this. Wow, this being is a big uh, bag of nuts right now. This is how it is. This is how it is. Wow. (coughs) Can I care about this?
so we live in a way that we have ideas about stuff and we we don't question these things and by slowing down here we open like everything is open for investigation every assumption every thought every everything is open for perception for investigation the buddha you know one of the things i referred to today was the buddha uh, talked about the body as uh, something not solid something extremely alive to me that's i love returning to this just noticing this like i have in my mind that this is my body it's a thing it's that thing that i move from there to there and, and as i as soon as i pay attention here is a field of tingling of moving like a river like the buddha used the image of a foam at the by the side of the ocean you know how foam changes shape with every wave you know and it's like the body experiences like this can you pay attention to that can you discover this how alive it is this thing how it has a life of its own you know is it then really me or mine this thing that, you know these moments of ache that actually exist and then disappear and are replaced by something else can you really own the the sensation related to your folded legs you know the full the pressure i don't know what it is there you know can you really own this describe yourself by that be that when when you do this it's totally gone and there's something else that is there wow to me that's much more nature you know is, is it really more me i you know the more i practice the less it is the more it's nature in the same way the more i practice the more emotions are definitely there definitely known very unclear that it's uh, me definitely there definitely existing is it really me no seems more like meteorology doing its thing you know inner meteorology plus i'm discovering that there are some qualities in the mind that uh, are available to actually you know help this meteorology be less turbulent you know. so you might uh, recognize something like this for today or in the next few days in one of the sutras in one of the teachings that have been documented the the buddha says something like uh, he says i'll paraphrase that that's anybody quoting the buddha and he was paraphrasing <laughs> because there's 2600 years of patriarcha patriarchy <laughs> in between us and the buddha but uh, uh, it seems to be saying something like 
when I, yeah, I'm really paraphrasing, but still, like the, the essence I think is there. He would be saying something like, "Yeah, when I used to sit before, uh, my mind would be really awake, really like I wouldn't fall asleep. I wouldn't, f- you know, I would have a lot of energy when there was something related to ill will or, you know, like uh, like anger, something like like I would sit here and like be with my breath, you know, like you know, <laughs> be with temperature." And but if you said like, oh, somebody said that to you in the past, did they? Yeah, they said that to me, and I'm going to say that to them, and like no falling asleep here, you know, very juicy. Yeah, do you recognize something? You would say, and also around um, pleasure, sense pleasure, pleasure of any kind, you know, loads of energy, you know, being just here, attentive to the present moment, not very juicy, but the idea that I could you know, experience this and be there and taste this and, you know, this this not falling asleep, you know. And then anything related to, um, I think the translation is things, but you could, stuff, stuff, like the stuff of our lives, you know, when I'll do this, I'll call this one, I'll do this, no falling asleep here, you know. Or anything related to me, I, oh, very juicy. <laughs> What will I be? Who was I? You know, what could I have been? You know, this very juicy. No boredom here. <laughs> Do you recognize something in there? And he said, so for a while it was like this. And at some point, I soaked in it long enough with high quality soaking, you know, with mindfulness, with awareness, that it became seen as stressful and renunciation came in. Suddenly, there was like, actually, it's not that juicy. Like, it, it is, but it's also encaging. You know, it's, it's, it's oppressive. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's stressful. It's creating suffering. You know? So, uh, then it was easier for me to actually let go of obsessions like this, related to, uh, I'm going to say this, and they're going to do that, and this is what I'm going to say, and they better say this, and I... You know, anything that has, is in the field of anger, ill will, hatred, anything that is in the field of aversion, you know. It's amazing how we can... I remember one time I had something coming in a few months, you know, that I thought would be unpleasant. I spent hours and hours thinking about it, like, like this is going to happen, this is going to happen, you know. And... All this time, like not being aware that there was a suffering being here, you know, upset by this over there, you know. Now I know that I can recognize, at least some of the time, that I can turn the attention and say, oh, somebody is suffering here now. Can we attend to them here now, you know, and let go of the kind of juiciness, obsession, fascination, uh, there and just come here and notice with, and how this potential here now so so he describes something like this and he says and gradually in the practice I abandoned these fascinations and obsessions and, and uh, it became really juicy to actually be here with uh, senses 
with heart quality, whatever the heart quality is. You know, presently arisen, alive mind states. You know, uh, ease. What is ease? What is discomfort? What is calm? Expansive calm, joyful calm, quiet calm, bored calm. What is uh, what is the the experience of uh, you know uh, shame? Not not being engulfed by shame. Like I can't believe I said that. I said that. What is the experience of shame? The heat the heaviness of it, the, I don't know what, but the, how does it move in oneself, in one person, here now, in present time? That's the third foundation. First foundation, body, everything of the body, senses, we could say. Second foundation, pleasure, displeasure, neutrality. Third foundation, be aware of your presently arisen mind states. The quad- of the presently arisen mind states. So, the quality of attentiveness, scatteredness, the quality of, uh, you know, self-righteousness, humility, generosity, uh, tightness uh, in the mind, whatever, however you want to describe it. Spacious heart, tight heart, heavy heart, closed heart, be aware of these in in real time. Very worthy of your attention. Okay, so these are a few words on the practice we're doing here. Uh, hopefully, there's something in there that opens up your. Uh, you know, inspires you to investigate, to feel, to to explore. You know, not to you know discourage, despair yourself. You know, and if it happens, then turn the investigation on, turn turn the awareness on. Oh, that created discouragement. We'll never be able to do that. It's too much. It's too big. You know, how oh, how does that feel? too big, despair, discouragement has a tone to it. Is that pleasant or unpleasant? Second foundation. Oh, it's clearly unpleasant. (laughs) Can that be allowed just now? Just now, instead of running with discouragement, can that be felt here? Can we become sensitive to the experience of a discouraged being? What does it feel like? Can we hold this with care? with uh, compassion, with kindness. Can we accompany this instead of hating this, wanting to get rid of it? Can we allow that to just be here? So not believing totally, not avoiding, allowing it to be known. So something, and suddenly, ah, tenderness arises. In avoiding it, stress arises. In denying it, and stress arises, but in allowing it to be felt fully, wow, it opens the door, it merges, it transforms, transforms into care, vulnerability, tenderness. Oh, it's not a problem anymore. 
I didn't have to debate with discouragement. I just have maybe to acknowledge, oh, being discouraged feels like this. Same with the ease, joy arising. You know, they all look miserable. I'm so joyful. <laughs> you know, being caught in it. Joy, what's the taste of joy? So different than earlier when I was in confusion or boredom or sleep. You know. Now there's this slight little joy. How does it feel? Oh, it's merging, it's turning into something else. Or not. So that's some instructions around uh, emotions, mind states. And I'll talk more about this, but that's also constantly in the field. There's also constantly a mind state that is there. Some or qualities of mind, attention, lack of attention, scatteredness. You know, it might not feel as moods or emotions, but as a quality, the mind as a quality, as you're eating, as you're showering, as a quality of rushing or uh, attending. We can become aware of this in real time. So let's see if during this meal uh, some of these fields will become alive of pleasantness and pleasantness of bodily experience of the senses or mind states, textures, meteorol- inner meteorology. Okay? Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you. We'll just take maybe one moment before we move. Just to allow uh, the words to uh, settle or vanish. Just to experience in a meditative way. What's there? Notice the qualities of the mind right now. Might be reactive or quiet. Anything else? Confused or Enjoy the meal and a little bit of free time.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.